This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, welcome back. Let's talk now about public attitudes toward the COVID-19 pandemic. The numbers in British Columbia continue to be encouraging. Do you think people are letting their guards down a little bit? Maybe they're changing their behavior when it comes to social distancing or going out to places maybe they would have been hesitant to visit before. And also, what about the impact on people's emotional well-being during this pandemic? Are a lot of people getting fatigued and getting a COVID-19 burnout. Let's check in with Shachi Curl now. She's the executive director of the Angus Reid Institute. They've got a fascinating new poll on this. Hi, Shachi. Hey, Mike. Hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, when we take a look at some of the COVID-19 numbers, especially in BC, we continue to see kind of a, a, an encouraging trend. Uh, is that change? Are people changing their behavior? They are. I think we're starting to see a bit of a softening around the amount of vigilance. So everything from hand washing to keeping a distance from others, not shaking hands, not hugging. I think, you know, in some cases, people may be feeling, well, the worst of the of the situation is over. And indeed, yeah. British Columbians do think that in, in, in terms of the health pandemic. But it could also just be, you know, our mindsets are such that it's hard to kind of keep anything up for a long period of time. And as we start to emerge back into the community, as we start to go out to restaurants and see friends, how many times has it happened, you know, for, for our audience that's listening, where you see a friend you haven't seen in ages and you almost go to hug them or shake their hand and then remember, oh, we're not yeah. supposed to be doing that, but you haven't seen them in so long. So... Behavior is changing. That's probably a little bit alarming for public health officials because those behaviors are still the front line of defense in terms of keeping us okay. Do you think, are people as worried as they were about getting sick themselves at the start of this pandemic? I remember when all this started, there was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of worry. I remember in, in our own family, my son works part-time in a grocery store. We thought, should you quit your job? You know, we were we were worried he continued to work. Now the anxiety's gone down. I don't worry about him as much going to work anymore as I did at the beginning. What are you finding in your in your poll on that? Yeah, it looks like an arc, Mike. So at the very, very beginning of it, you know, like February, March, concerned about you yourself getting sick, concerned about people in your in your family or family and friends outside of your household getting sick. That was all pretty low. And then as we started seeing cases ramp up, as we started hearing about people that we know either getting sick or tragically dying from uh, COVID-19, then that level of concern really tracked up. It, it, it was at its peak at the beginning of April, both in terms of personal concern and worry for friends and family. Those numbers have started to trend way back down to where they were before 
before the pandemic was declared. So back sort of to the time around the beginning of March before the stuff really hit the fan, so to speak. But there's still a heightened level of concern about um, infection in the community. Like there's still a sense that, oh, it's out there. And we are continuing to be worried about our vulnerable loved ones. So if you've got elderly parents or if you've got a loved one that's immunosuppressed, you continue to be worried about them. Are you seeing any differences on a regional basis across the country? Like here in British Columbia, we've done a pretty darn good job of bending down this curve, and maybe people are feeling a little less worried here. But I'm wondering about a province like Ontario, where they they continue to still fight, I guess, bigger numbers than we've had proportionally. Is there public attitude differences in other provinces? Yeah, big time. So in terms of behavior, the most the most vigilant behavior continues to be found in Ontario, where people are really sort of continuing to observe the rules, keep it, keep an eye out, keep keep mindful around what they are supposed to be doing. I know we saw some some cases out of uh, Metro Toronto when they had a really nice weekend and all these young people started flooding into public spaces. The bigger differences, frankly, are, are less regional and they are more uh, about age demographics. So we're seeing younger people less likely to be keeping the vigilance up. Uh, older Canadians, I mean, basically anyone over the age of 34, 35, that's not that old, uh, continuing to keep that heightened level. But, you know, it's, it's, it's the narrative of the invincible, infallible 20-something. They're the ones most likely to say, I'm tired of this. I'm yeah. done with this. I want to get back to my old life. Shachi, an interesting poll as always. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks for having me, Mike. All right, you bet. That is Shachi Curl. She is the executive director of the Angus Reed Institute.